Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeremy and we are playing one of our side sessions to our Elements of War campaign. My name is Aaron and what Jeremy said. This is Johnny and uh, yeah. This is Jeff, not my normal character today. You guys are always thrown off by that. Like, if we're going to do something slightly different, you're like, my name is... Who am I? And then I don't know what else to say. Yeah, <laughs> What am I me. doing with my life? <laughs> and I'm Jordan, and I know exactly what you're doing with your life. That's <laughs> Because I'm going to tell you what to do. Yes, old master. Yes. For the council. So we are continuing with our one-shots um, that are going over the aftermath and... Before uh, math. The before math, I guess. What, yeah, what, whatever. Of the explosion. Yeah, math. No, no, math explosion. class is over. But is it? That's a good segue, because today, you are all going back to school. What? You are going to the Praxium, a preparatory school that is specifically for children who have placed highly on their aptitude tests. And the council has chosen you to be the next leaders of Consiglio and North Bellicera. Now, there are three different wide programs of study that you all can choose from. You can choose from politics, popular choice, military, even more popular if you want to be seditious, or engineering for all of those who need to keep the city up and running. So yes, politics, military, or engineering. So now... We'll go ahead and go around, and what I'm imagining, we've discussed this a little bit, what I'm imagining is that they split the rooming situation by into different disciplines. So, like, there, there's, like, a few of each discipline together in, in the, the housing situations because they want you to build relationships with people that you w- would potentially be working with in the future. You know, it's what they always say is that your 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 contacts are typically the people you know, right? So we're going to go with that theory. And so you all are roommates in this boarding school, this prep school. Well, let's go ahead and introduce our names and also your area of study. We'll go ahead and start with Aaron. My name is Jolin Genley. I'm 14. Everyone calls me JJ for short. I am studying political science. Yeah, because no one wants to say Jolin Genley. True story. <laughs> so why did you decide Jolin. to go into political science, Jolin? JJ? Mostly because my dad was in the military, and I wanted nothing to do with anything that my dad had done. So you're trying to break the mold a little bit? Yes. And how old are you? 14. You're sowing that dis- discontent early. A little bit. Johnny? All right, I am playing Jones Jackson. Two last names. I'm 16, and I am going into the field of engineering science. So is two last names your nickname? No, just last. <laughs> last. Now, is there a specific area that you're hoping to learn about in engineering? Actually, I'm interested mostly in the uh, 
Aqua Rail system. The Aqua Rail system. Okay. <clears throat> and Jeff? I my name is Pren Nock. I am seventeen and in political sciences. Okay. I long to be a part of the council. That is your that, that is, is your my end goal. goal to be on the council. To be the council. I'm getting there. You're running a lot. You're gonna be going into your two year training program and then university here soon. Yes. Do you have a nickname? Just knock. Like I'm gonna knock you out. Knock knock. Do you have a, a bit of a tendency of thinking with your fists? No. I use my words to destroy people. <laughs> Out of game? I am terrible. I am terrible with my words. I cannot talk anyone down for <clears throat> anything. Jeremy. Alright, uh, my name, <coughs> my character's name is Connor Flynn. He's 16. He is in the military track. He is a big 16-year-old. Six foot, 200 pounds of muscle. Damn. Thanks, son. You big. He's the one that uses his fist to uh, <laughs> knock people around. You have a nickname? Flynn. Flynn? Just, he's very military. I'm just going to address everybody by their last name. I, I imagine, I know, Jeremy, you were in the ROTC when you were in school, so I imagine this is going to maybe influence your play a little bit. Yeah, it could. It could? I was not. Anywhere. No, I didn't. Damn, Jeremy. You sure lost a lot of weight since this <laughs> Well, I wasn't talking about that, but I'm just like in terms of like understanding how. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it is a evening. It doesn't really get stormy because, you know, you're under a dome. So I would imagine that you are all in your pod. There's uh, a couple other people who share your pods. You kind of said there would be two per branch. Right. Or two. So there'd be another military person. Another engineering person. Another engineering person. Yeah. So there's Rexor. He's military. We're going to go ahead and um, say that the other one is named Sasha. Sasha is in engineering. So, yeah, 930 at night. I would imagine homework or if you have any recreational activities that you do. I'm actually, I've already finished my homework and my study, and I am sitting in quiet with a cup of tea. Connor and Rexor are going back and forth between playing some, I assume it's like a chess game, but it's a very tactical thing, and they're required to, to play X amount of games. But when it's not their turn, they're doing push-ups. Nice. Explains why you're 200 pounds. Pure muscle. So in other words, you guys are basically torturing yourselves, like in between rounds of your game. What's the game called? It's called Tactics. Knock, what are you doing? I am studying the newspapers, actually. Why? To learn more about the history of how the council has dealt with things. So do you do you get like archives from the library, like yeah. bound copies and, and read through yeah. those? So the last time that there was a major war with Centauro, that, ha that has been some of the most engrossing reading that you have ever had. Yeah. It shows a lot about the council. What's the show about Centauro, that they just need to be wiped off? Well, everyone but the council needs to go. Yeah, everybody but the council and those who serve the council. It would be better if the planet were renamed Belisira. Yeah, basically. 
Last, I'm uh, working on a uh, project, a model in the term project that I'm working on. So like one of those, like, you got to build a bridge with two picks or something? or Yeah, sort of, only more drastic. I'm working specifically on an aqua rail okay. model that is a... Uh, How would you improve the aqua rail system as it is now? Exactly. So what are some of the some, some of the things that you've thought of to incorporate into your... Well, instead of using uh, water proxies to power it, coming up with a um, thermal-generated uh, motor system. Oh, okay. So, like, like actually t- tap into some of the thermal vents that are below Consiglio. Exactly. To power the, the motion of the aqua rails instead of relying on water proxies. Okay. That's not a bad idea. Automated shutoff valve. <laughs> have to crack it yourself. <laughs> 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 How often, last, do you actually like stay up after lights out to try and work on a project? Depends on the due date of the project and what the particular project is. Something like this in the term project, I, I'll work through the night until it's done. All right. You're all just doing your own thing, relaxing. Uh, just as Rexor and Sasha are finishing, no, I'm sorry, Rexor and Flynn are finishing up their game, you can hear over the loudspeakers that are, are built into the, to the wall above each doorway in the, in the dorms, the, uh, the nightly anthem starts playing. And that's the signal that the lights are going to go off in five minutes. So just enough time to like... Get back to your room. Get back to your room, brush your teeth, you know, all that. The anthem lasts for the last, for the entire five minutes, or is it just the, the anthem and then you got five minutes? Then when the anthem ends, you have five minutes. Okay. So upon the start of the anthem, you see Flynn just stand up and go to direct to attention. Okay. For the entire duration of the anthem. You see the same from Pren, only like a tear. From <laughs> like sheer passion of love for this anthem, he just like it. It grips him every single night. Years of pride and joy, and you two are the exemplars of the class. You are the ones that all the teachers say, "Why can't you be like Knock and Flynn?" Or they would probably call you Pran and Connor. Or flock for short. Or flock. <laughs> and you've heard of these things called seagulls, but you're not exactly sure. <laughs> yeah. Jolin actually kind of in the seat that he's that he's sitting in, gonna turn his seat around that he's facing away from the two who are right the there. two psychophants. He would not use that term. Because oh, he, he values his, his face. There's a Belser flag that I'm facing. My hand over my heart. I'm sure it's like right Pride. next to your bed. Oh yeah. You probably sleep with a, a map of the of North Belisira on on the wall over and, your yeah. bed. It's how I go to sleep as I study the map next to me. And dream of the day when I will be making commands that affect all of it. May I just point out that your character is really creepy? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that was my goal. Yeah. I think even, even Flynn is a little creeped out by Knock. Knock is definitely the weirdo of the group. Like, no one likes him at all, ever. The anthem ends, and Flynn immediately goes to his desk drawer, pulls out two uh, protein bars, and tosses one to Rexor. 
a quick night, late night snack because Proats is life. Friend says, you know it's terrible to eat right before going to bed. And it's also terrible to not eat protein after you finish your workout. Friend rolls his eyes, climbs <laughs> in the bed. Yeah, Jones is uh, setting up his work lamp. So you're going to be staying up past your extended time. Yeah. I only have about three or four hours worth of work left on it. Gosh, you are Andrew Farthings. <laughs> I, I honestly think that Johnny plays one character himself. <laughs> I'm not like that at all. Does that. I'm not like no. that at all. Johnny, like, if he was playing oh, himself, nighttime, I'm going to bed. If he was playing himself, he would have been yelling. He's like, "Stop doing push-ups! You're too loud! I'm trying to sleep." <laughs> exactly. Seven o'clock at night, I go to bed. Before exactly. lights out, he'd be like, "Exactly." <laughs> How do you feel when the, when the anthem uh, goes okay. off? John has a very uh, set routine. After he finishes homework, he likes to relax in, in silence with his cup of tea. And so mostly he's annoyed at the sound and tries to ignore it as best that he can. You're in poli as well. Yes. But you're not quite into poli I like the theory and the... I enjoy the... young. I enjoy the theory of the... The poli sci, uh, more than the practice of the poli sci. How, how old is Rex? Uh, he is 15. Okay. And Sasha is also 15. Okay. So I am the old one of the group. You yes. are. I am almost completely indoctrinated, though half of it's by choice. <laughs> half? Half? Yeah. <laughs> Obsession is by choice. So I'm, I'm thinking that um, the military folks have sort of standing challenges, thinking back to my ROTC days, okay. standing challenges to, to try and capture other pods, basically flags. Yeah. Flynn and Rexor have planned to, after lights out, head to try and steal a rival pod's flag. Okay. You might want to wait for a little bit. Because there are the hall monitors that yes. go by. Yes. They're typically by 20 minutes after the lights out. But I'm sure that you all are pretty aware of the schedule, so all of you can evade notice. How public have you been with your plans among the pod? Sort of public, because everybody knows that that's the military's thing. Okay. Some of the engineering folks have gotten quite creative of how to booby trap their, their pod's flags in order that they are not stolen. What have last and Sasha done to make sure that you guys have a solid flag? Huh, that's a good question. I would say that the only other pod to steal our flag was the, is the pod that we are trying to steal their flag from now. So uh, whatever they've been doing has been pretty successful, except for one time. All I remember from that one time is our pod smelled like rotten eggs for a week after our flag was stolen. They're, they're mounted above the door frame outside of the pod. So you don't have to go into the room. To you don't have to go in the room. Hmm. You just have to bypass not get security. Caught. Well, I would imagine that leadership headmaster Talar actually knows about this. He tacitly encourages it. Because just like you're trying to grow and build bridges amongst the, the students, you're also trying to challenge each other and promote some healthy rivalry. Mm-hmm. Because the ambitious will rise to the top. For my part, in this flag protection, I've put a fake flag up so it's not the real one that the school divvies out. And the real one is under my bed. 
Hmm, that's interesting because I honestly was thinking that <laughs> Flynn, in stealing this other pod's flag, would put up a fake, fake flag, flag so they didn't think their flag was stolen and would never get it back. <laughs> I like that. Jolin actually hand sewed the flag for you. <laughs> he and Crafts. You're pastimes. very British. Very British. Very British. <laughs> and embroidered in very tidy print on the back of the flag is, got him! <laughs> so if they ever pull down their flag, look at it. Yeah. So the lights go out. You all wait until you hear the uh, the hall monitors walking past. Well, we can see, because they carry flashlights. Yeah. Flynn has noted that they usually do three passes. Mm-hmm. First pass, they always open the door and look into the room. And that's when he, he goes over and it's like, Johnson, shut the light off. I was going to say, I have a, a trigger on the door, so when the door opens, the light automatically turns off. <laughs> I go, like it. Go ahead and make me a roll for that. I like for, it. Uh, 4D. All right. 11. Unfortunately, someone has messed with your tr- trigger. Who do you think would be most likely to mess with it? Who seems to be the one that holds up the rules the most? <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at. I see a wall. I mean, but he hasn't hold, held up the rules so much that he isn't he, above putting a fake flag in yeah. front of our body. Honestly, I would say it was, uh, it would be, uh, what's his name? The, uh, Sasha? Other, yeah, Sasha. Yeah, we know nothing about Sasha. We know nothing about engineering. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> I honestly, I think Sasha, if, if it had been tampered with, Sasha would be the one most likely to okay. run it. Mr. Jackson. Uh, yes. You heard the anthem, correct? Yes. You saw the lights go out, correct? Yes. Hence, you should be where? I'm in my room where I belong. But you're not in your... The word's bed. I'm working on an assignment. There's no lights out when you're working on an assignment out in the field, is there? No, but there is orders that needs to be followed. They pull out a pad of paper. It's not the first time I've ever written up. <laughs> they write up the information. You need to sign this, please. Very well. Signature. Now this is going to be turned into your teacher, and you are automatically going to have a full letter grade subtracted off of your score because this is not the first time this has happened it's number five <laughs> does not actually say that now <laughs> yes. yes knock would say that out loud you will now go to bed yep i go to bed until they leave the room and then uh you see flynn get up pull his towel wrap his fist in his towel, walk over, and punch Last right in the gut. It says, now they're going to be watching our room for an extra hour, thanks to you. And he unplugs the lamp and takes it with him back. <laughs> back, <laughs> his back into his bunk. <laughs> well, now that you don't have light... Well, I can't work too much in the dark. Yeah, so... The project isn't due until the day after tomorrow, so... You have some time to keep on working on it. So you all have to wait for an hour yeah, before you can sneak out. An extra hour. So it's like an hour and a half. Or it's probably like midnight now. Yeah. But finally, you feel like it's safe. Flint sits up. Raxor. 
Mmm, that feels nice. Do it again, mommy. <clears throat> you hear a something smack the bedpost. Because Flint has thrown something <laughs> across the room. Tinkle of breaking glasses, the filament, the, and the bulb breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to throw I knew it! <laughs> Raxor. <laughs> it's time. Did I fall asleep? Uh, yeah, apparently. Come on, you gotta be ready. Okay. Always ready. Okay. I need my grease paint. Jackson, we we need that device now. Alright. Get it in the rifle suit's drawer so he can feel the device. <laughs> Somebody broke my lamp. It's on the left side of your drawer. Les just stares at your bunk. Stop staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's gonna be perfect on the council. <laughs> 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 I know all. I see all. I am all. I hand you the device. Don't forget the mounting screws. And, uh, Jenly, you got that flag ready? Yeah, it's right here. Alright, you guys know what to do while we're gone, right? You got you covered. Okay. So you want to go ahead? You all don't know that I have the real flag. We, we think, think our, <laughs> flag, our flag is the real flag. Yep. <laughs> That's funny because I had just wired a, uh, a thing to our flight to slide it sideways rapidly whenever somebody tries to grab it. Oh, like, so if someone reaches for it, it kind of flips uh, out of the way. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like keep away. Yeah. Well, if they can estimate exactly where it's going to, oh, there. No, no. Oh, but see, it's there. not quiet. Yeah. Oh. So it'll bring uh, attention to whoever's trying like, to steal it. It's got like a cowbell on it or something. Well, like not that. that loud, but. To the fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'll bring attention to whoever's uh the, the guards for whoever's trying to steal it. Get them caught. You and Rexor are gonna be sneaking out of the out of the room. Are we all in the same building? Or would it be a, like a campus? Where... This is kind of more of a campus thing. It's like a, a city block essentially. Okay. The dorms are on either side of the main building. And everything is conjoined by, like, walkways on the second levels. When they leave, JJ stuffs pillows in his bunk. Okay. And over in Rockstar's bunk. And then lays down in Flynn's bunk. Because everyone knows Jalen's not going to break the rules. Everyone knows Rockstar sleeps. I'm playing you for the next. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if someone comes looking. As soon as, you, as soon as you leave the room, I armed the device that uh, moves our, our flag. The fake flag. The fake flag that I don't know is fake. The false flag. All right, go ahead and make me a sneak roll of 3D. 3D. Sneak. Ooh, that's a nine. As you are sneaking along, you come across the uh, the janitors cleaning the, the educational wing. What are you doing out of bed? Supplies. <laughs> Our tactics mission where we gotta turn this into the captain. Your platoon leader. Yes. Go ahead and make me a um deception roll. One second. Ooh, you're not gonna like this. 2D. Oh. oh. You got <laughs> this. And these these janitors are they're just civilian. They're regular civilian adults. Okay. Eh, Ten. Alright. You know the agreement. You know the arrangement. You you got a little little something for us? Raxor. Hmm. Raxor. You heard him. Oh, oh, um, yeah. 
Rexar says, I've got two tickets to the next Grounders game. The janitor seems to think it over for a moment. Yeah, okay, fine. Puts him in his, his uh, lapel pocket. The last set of kids that came through gave us money, but tickets to your to a to a game is, I guess it's okay. So you better hurry. The floor is so wet. If you don't if you don't go now, I'll I'll have to redo it so that the your your boot marks don't show through. Keep on going. Yeah. Across the floor. <laughs> that wonderful squeak of lin- walking on wet linoleum. Yeah. You get to your rival's pod. Do you share any classes with the the rival your um like the rivals in the, the military kids in those yeah. classes? Yeah. We work well together. They're just they're probably the biggest challenge as far as competition for being head of the class or whatever. Gotcha. It is. So it's not like we dislike them. It's just we got to work hard to be a step ahead of them. Right. All right. You see their flag. Go ahead and make me a perception check. 2D. Oh, 2D. <laughs> you're strong. Oh, That's you're... Not it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Snake eyes. Oh my gosh. So as you're looking, you can hear the hall monitors coming around the corner again. So you're going to have to scramble fast to get hidden. Luckily, there's a supply closet right across the way. Okay. Supplies! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of more like custodial supplies, but yes. We do that, I guess. Yay, go ahead and make me a sneak roll. 3D. Oh my goodness, why couldn't I have had that last time? Uh, 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick, 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 quick. You sneak over as, as fast as you can. You guys get in, get the door closed, and you're good to go. And you can see the, like the light from their their flashlight as they walk past, and you can hear the of the boots. The hall monitor passes. It's time to try again, don't you think? Let's go. Yeah. What does the device actually do? Because <laughs> I just thought of the device. All right. You being the engineering so, science sciencey type. Uh, the device I gave you does two things. One, it puts a uh, sound dampener on the on the doorway so that they can't hear you doing anything outside the door. <laughs> it also just signals if there's any traps on the flag itself. Some high-tech equipment. There. It is. So I would assume that it just is going to, there's a, a gauge on it, and it's going to respond to yeah, any like, yeah, yeah. electrical yeah, magnetic fields. Pretty much. It's around. not going to, you know, if there's any super high-tech traps, it's probably not going to sense those. But. Yeah. Okay. So we go back out in the hall and... Turn it on. Okay. Go ahead and make a knowledge roll again. I'll let you add another die because now you're using the, the technology that you brought okay. along. So. Uh, that's a 16. Good. So what do you find will be trapping the flag? There is, I guess, at the corners of the flag... Something that is attached to some electrical thing, so if the circuit is broken, then they it, get a jolt, a jolt or something. No, not a jolt. It's gonna. There's looks like a, a canister of something that will be released if the circuit is broken. I was thinking something like uh like the security tags that will release ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, a dye. Yeah, it'll be dye. I was thinking like a smell, but well, I think that's what they did to ours. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So. 
I was going to go ahead and say a coordination roll. Coordination, all right, of 2D. How'd you guess? Oh my gosh, <laughs> these are the most... Add eight. You're able to get one corner down, but it's going a little bit more complicated than you thought it would be. So you'll need another... Oh, yes. That's a 13. All right. You're able to get the flag down, and you're able to substitute it. Substitute it. Yep, just fine. I just want to tie a string to one of those things to the doorknob. Okay. <laughs> so when they open the door, they get sprayed with the ink. Sounds good. Problem with that is then they lose, you were there messing with the flag. Yeah. I mean, they stunk up our pod. Let's let's ink them. Do it. Yeah, with their own ink. All right, and we go to sink back. Okay. I like sneaking. Throw me some dice. And that was three. Yes, it is. It would be one of those things that would be in his training. Yep. Twelve. Okay. So you're able to sneak. You At, at one point, you do see, like, the light coming around the corner from a hall, like, the far end of a hall. So you have to, like, kind of hide for a little bit while they sneak by, but as they go by. But then you're able to, to continue on as though there was no major issues. It takes you a while to get back to your room, so... Because you're going you know, sneaky, sneaky, and you, you got to slow down. You had that. a lot of stuff stopping you on the way there. And... So you had to originally wait for about an hour and a half to do it. It was about midnight. We'll say that you get to the room at about 1.45. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. As a geek with a life outside of gaming, it can be hard to stay informed. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is your weekly update of all the major video game news, brought to you with the insight of an everyday gamer. Episodes are kept short and to the point, so you have more time to spend playing games instead of reading about them. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and at SometimesGeek.com. The Sometimes Geek Podcast, because we can't be geeks all the time. Welcome back, <laughs> sneaky boys. So you, you made your way back to the room. Mm-hmm. Is your flag still there? It doesn't look like it has moved. I mean, Actually, our flag looks is like still there. One inch over to the left. Like this thing has been whipping it back and forth. I whip my flag. <laughs> <laughs> I will be honest. That's where my mind went to. <laughs> so, open the door. I would expect seeing it's, it's an inch off. Expect uh, Jackson. To ah. be up. Yes. <laughs> and awake. Somebody came by. Uh, yeah, Scorpion Pod, I think were up, and maybe somebody was written up as well, because they were patrolling over there extra heavily. So they might have gotten caught trying to sneak out. So they might have come over to try and take it. Yeah, well, uh, who, whoever it was that tried to take it got chased off by the uh, hall behind her. Huh. We didn't hear any running. It was Gary oh, and Omar. <laughs> I could hear their footsteps. I'm a little creeped out about how you know who it was by their <laughs> footsteps. I'm impressed. For <laughs> the council. I imagine this whole time you're still laying there, like with your yeah. face. <laughs> I'm yeah. still turned on to the side facing your map. He's <laughs> <laughs> facing the, the wall, not even facing anybody. Yeah. I was just speaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking at my map, creeping everyone out. <laughs> yeah. Including your fellow game players. <laughs> <laughs> Gary has that slight stutter to his step, and Omar likes to drag his heels. 
<laughs> How many students are in this school? I would say about 150. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Flynn walks over to Jackson, hands it the rolled up flag, and it's like, put this where no one can get to it. Yep. Goes over to to Jenly, says, Jenly, out of my bunk. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Roger. It's Roger. nice and warm though when you get back in. <laughs> try to go back to sleep. So as you try and fall back asleep, the explosion happens. So where is where is yeah, the school say, where is in the relation school? to the city? So I imagine that the school Roger. is pretty much like right here. Close to the center ring. Right, but close to the center ring. Do we actually hear it from that distance? You do. Wow. Okay. We would probably feel it from that distance. Actually, yes. Especially since we're real close to the rail, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not just that. So something that I had never considered before until recently. We had an explosion go off inside of a dome. So one of the problems would be that as the explosion goes off, typically the pressure would go up which is why it cracked, yeah. but when it can't go up, it will also expand out, yes. which means you'll feel it farther out. The building actually, because of the, the, the air pressure that's being pushed out, like some of the windows start breaking in the buildings. Yeah. Emergency klaxons start going off in the building. And within 15 seconds of the explosion, Flynn is in full like military getup. Oh, we're in flood range too. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Like boots, like BDUs, all on. And like, perfect. Jalen is actually packing a bag full of books. Pren has everything pre-packed, ready to go. He's been ready to go forever. He has a go bag. He is ready to be called to the council at any moment. Be one of the council. Be the council. So, Jones, your model uh-huh. was right across from the window on uh-huh. the opposite side, and the glass that came through actually placed it. Yeah, broke your model in half. Broke model in half, oddly enough, right in the southeast corner of the uh, <laughs> aqua model. So, the part of the military track, you should have a go bag as well. So, yeah, so um, you've got, you've got your diggy bag ready. You've got Flynn. Yeah. Part of the full BD, they have their back, their, their packs on. And they are standing at the door, ushering the rest of them out. Like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you actually, you're going to have to drag, uh, you're going to have to drag Last away from his. Uh... No, uh, I'll go to the emergency okay. shelter. I, I'm not that obsessed. <laughs> I'm still in a nightshirt, carrying my pants and my bag of books. I didn't fully dress because I was too busy. Packing books. Now, are these books more like entertainment reading, or are they like actual school books? Uh, both. And do all the pods show up at the same? <laughs> it would be hilarious if it did. If we see members of Scorpion Pod showing up, and their their faces are all inked. <laughs> they open the door to rush out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds like you want this to happen. <laughs> yes. Well, we know it did happen. It's just we haven't seen them. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do see that. Okay. And uh, Flynn is just going to play it off, seeing the members of Scorpion Pies going looking like, what the heck happened to you guys? <laughs> Whatever it was, just <laughs> totally. One of our engineers is doing a stupid project, and he he's got a whole bunch of ink for this project, and so. With whatever it was happened, 
when the door opened? No, whenever like the the, the, door the building opened. started shaking. How oh, shit no. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Whenever when the <laughs> and he turns to Rex or kinda gives him a sly fist bump. <laughs> Brent is actually gonna start freaking out hardcore. Okay. Like he can't handle it. And he's what, gonna be like, like going going to the teachers showing? and being like, I don't know what's happening. What's going on? What is the council gonna do about this? We need to get in touch with the council. Right after that, Flynn goes right up to their captain. Okay. And gets all his group into formation. Okay. Brent, calm down. Start breathing. Here. No. Yes. No, I can't. You, we got. We gotta. We gotta make sure that this gets taken care of as soon as possible. Brent, where are we? I. I we are in. We're in danger. No, no. <laughs> Physically, <laughs> where are we? In danger still. I mean, did you feel that quake? What that is shaking? our location? What is our location? In Leo. Think a little more local. Under the cover of the sheltering hand of the council. He says, <laughs> shaking, <laughs> quivering, and trying to calm himself down. What is this room? Because those are both correct answers, but what is this room? This is our safe, safe room. Safe room, right? Safe room, yes. So, what I want you to do is to say, I am safe. The council is watching. I am safe. The council is watching. Say I'm, it with me. I am safe. I am safe. The council, the council is, is watching. watching. I am safe. The council is, is watching. Yes. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to gather together a group of students, as many students as you can, and I want you to get them to say that phrase with you. All right. Yes. I got this. You got this. You are now going to be the assistant to the safe room monitor. <laughs> it is your first step to the council. Oh my god. <laughs> the face that Jeff Gans just gave <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> One twenty. <laughs> it was like I don't even know how to describe it. It wasn't joyful. No, it was more like, "What position are you making up?" <laughs> just, just to appease me. It's like, are you for real? <laughs> it was a disgusted. Are you kidding me? Look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like no, there is no assistant about me. <laughs> He's just gonna walk out in the hall. No, no, I, you need to be in this room. I'm talking to someone smart and walks out. Would the council approve of Joe, your actions? Joe goes up behind him, closes the door, locks it. Well, he's going to the principal's assigned safe area. There's only one safe room. Oh, there's only one safe room. Oh, there's only one. Every, I thought everybody there was like is designated there. ones around the campus. No, it's like it's like a a square, a, a big like a, a fallout shelter. Like, the school would only have one fallout shelter? Okay. Well, regardless, he's going to walk away from whoever this and, person is. And go, uh, and go over to the principal. I am safe. The council is watching. I will be the council. I will protect these people. I will be the council. I will protect these people. Ugh. He comes up with his own phrase to say. <laughs> JJ, you, you see Knock walking by, saying something under his breath. This is not, not unusual. About the council. Knock, knock. Are you feeling okay? Knock, knock. I will be the council. I will protect these people. You will be the council. You I will. am the council. 
and walks away. May I point out that claiming to be a member yes. of the council is it's, a thought crime? It, well, it's sedition because is there anybody immediately close by? Any authority figures like within arm's distance slash, you know, I, Jolin wouldn't go through the trouble of going to find somebody because <laughs> Jolin's very much do his own thing and kind of stay under the radar and not really try too hard. Jolin's definitely a C student. But um, you do have your favorite teachers. So you're actually not too far away from um, one of your favorite teachers. The, uh, the economics teacher? Yep. I know why she's your favorite. <laughs> she irons my shirts. Yeah. So I go over to the, <laughs> the teacher. I think someone should really take a look at Prednock. I don't think he's all there. What do you mean? I, I think the pressure of this experience is, is rattling him. Pretty bad. Pren's even more Pren than, than usual. Ren is going to be checked on, I would assume. But we'll get to that. Oh, so is the home ec teacher. <laughs> Jackson, what are you doing? He's just trying to see if anybody has any information about what happened. Okay. So, if, so I would imagine that you would probably w- would want to talk to like maybe an engineering professor. Well, I talked to an engineering professor. I also uh, talked to um, just any building staff. Like building staff, not teachers or anything like that, that might have access to outside information. All the people are pretty much saying the same thing that they don't know what happened. There was some kind of explosion further out near the, the dome terminus. What they, they are seeing is a lot of fire trucks and, and emergency vehicles going past the campus on the way towards where the explosion happened. And also, there's been water rushing down the, the streets as well. Guys, I think something happened to the Aqua Rail. Who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Whoever's nearby. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I guess it would probably be uh, other engineering students yeah, nearby. Yeah. So. Sasha. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to Sasha. <laughs> Sasha has... I think he sabotaged your switch. <laughs> Sasha has some funky BO. <laughs> Definitely an engineering student. Yep. <laughs> A little bit of an eczema problem, too. Ooh. He's not okay. really popular. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what else is wrong? <laughs> Your jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was unintentional. Which <laughs> makes it so much better. <sighs> anyway, Connor. Flynn, after everybody, the military group is formed up, is immediately going <coughs> up to the captain and spouting off what he thinks the tactics should be. He's like, our first response as Northwest Star would be to shut down our, our borders. Second response is to activate our sleeper agents in uh, Marlene and Centauro. And third would be to keep eyes on Petrus. Your theories are sound, but we need to think a little bit closer. I need you and three others to secure the entrance to this room. Do not let anybody in. Do not let anybody out until... We have word from the principal or higher. Yes, sir. Uh, so he turns around to his group. He's going to say, shout out just two other names, uh, who he think he thinks would be the top military minds of Not the his ones group. that were inked. No, the ones that are inked are actually in a different, different military group. <laughs> so you all go to, to yeah, the door, dude. To the door. Yeah. And you hear, you hear him shouting from, from the door, like, all right, engineers, I need you to back up. Back up. 
away from the door. Are you in that group? Uh... Yeah, I am. I think something happened to the aqua rail. We need to prepare for possible flooding. Uh, that's not our job. It's our job. Not today, it's not. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> says back up. Uh, it sounds like you're trying to like issue an order. Um, hey, rumor says it's like right now your job is to do what I say to do. Back up. Well, you have 3D and willpower, so I'll, I'll let you use will put like some willpower into okay. it. Go ahead and make me a presence roll of 2D, Johnny, just to oppose. Ugh. 8, 12. All right. So the big beefy guy seems like he can cause you some more heartache. I'm, don't block the doorway. Uh-huh. We have to prepare for flooding. Like, well, go ahead and think about that. If they need you, they'll follow you. Knock, I would assume by this point you've reached the principal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the principal is busy trying to coordinate all the different things that are going on in the room. He's, he's very occupied at the moment. I'm actually going to patiently stand behind him and listen to what he's saying. Okay. And try to learn what I can. My initial freakout has dulled down quite a bit. Still freaking out, but... I like how silent I make everyone whenever I <laughs> Everyone's like... Because we're afraid of the council. As, as players, we're afraid of the council. <laughs> as a player, I am afraid of the council as well. Yeah. As this character, heck yeah, it's fun. He's going to take the opportunity to witness... A true master at work. Yeah, a true master of diplomacy and... Delegation and status at work. So he's going to basically say, like, make sure that the students are separated out, are are all in their in their proper groups. A lot of the students are not where they're supposed to be because some a lot of the engineers are together trying to figure out how to barricade the doors. The military kids are in the military group, and the poli sci kids are. Gaggling. Gaggling and debating how to best respond to the diplomatic implications that this attack has been. Who we need to send what di- diplomats to to try to talk down. Mm-hmm. And also to where to send the actual troops to go kick down some doors and take some names. Mm-hmm. You know, and to get ink in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the pr- principal is dealing with all of this, trying to get the students organized. Uh, into their, their proper lo- locations. He's also trying to, so that they can get a head count. They're also trying to um, coordinate with the outside world as best they can. There's a little side area where that has some, like a shielded telephone line out of the room. Uh, so they're trying to, to get orders from the Department of Education. So he's trying to do all that, and uh, he seems to be rather busy. And then the home ec teacher comes up and says, uh, Sir, seem to be having a problem with one of the more hardened <laughs> poli-sci students. Oh, really? Which one? That would be Knox, sir. Prin is just going to take a very congenial diplomatic stance. You know, look very composed and fresh, even though he doesn't feel it. Very, I've got this kind of air. Knock. Yes, could sir. I, could I have a word? Yes, sir. So, Miss Johnson here tells me that uh, you said that you were the council. I said no such thing. She said another student heard you. 
I do not recall saying anything like this. Miss Johnson, would you like to go and get the other student? Yes, I'll be right back, she says. I would never overstep my bounds as a citizen under the rule of the council. You do realize how serious that is. That's why I would never do it. It's all for the council. I understand, but you have been known to present a certain amount of enthusiasm when it comes to leadership activities. What's wrong with wanting to lead? Nothing. But there is a certain amount of responsibility that is given to a certain position in life. What are you trying to say? Ah, uh, Miss Johnson, yes. Uh, so, you are... You're, you're Jones Jackson? No, I'm Jolin Jenley. Jolin Jenley. I'm Jackson's roommate. You're one of the youngest ones here, so you get names mixed up. But, so you were the one who... Yes, um, immediately after the incident, we came down here, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't want to get knock in trouble, but I, I asked him how he was doing, and he was quite adamant, and, and I, I just think he was spouting because he was... He was scared, and mm -hmm. he, he said that he was the council. I just asked that somebody would look into him and make sure he's feeling all right. The friend honestly doesn't recall any of what happened while he was freaking out since he's calmed down. Like, he thinks that he's been composed the entire time in his mind. But he's, like, very confused, looking at you like, why would you accuse me of something like that? That is very hurtful. I'll be right back, says the principal. Miss Johnson, just go ahead and keep your eye on, eyes on these two. But I've done nothing wrong. I know. I'll just be right back. He goes over to the quadrant where the where the, the little alcove where the phone is, turns on the, the monitor, rewinds some of the tapes. <laughs> he spins like some knobs back and forth. Brent, Brent is looking over at it very confused and with interest like, what is he looking at? Would you come here? Right here. Yeah? Watch this. He, he presses play. Uh-huh. And you can clearly see him go, I am the council. <laughs> no. no. I would never... I would never say or do anything like that. You that just... can't be me. Look at I the... have no recollection of this at all. Look at the timestamp. It's just from a few minutes ago right before you walked up to me. Because you see here, you say, I am the council, and then you walk up and you stand behind me with your hands behind your back. I'm going to need two of the military students to come. Why? What is... What are you doing? You see uh, Flynn and uh, one of the others that are standing by the door sort of rush up, and as Flynn is going past other military people, he immediately spouts off two more names, and they immediately follow. Yeah. And, place guarding the door. Okay. We're in a tight ship over there. <laughs> As one of the oldest kids, he's, he's probably got a lot of... Well, I'm not even the oldest. I'm just the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> Might makes right. <laughs> Flynn, I'm going to need you to escort Mr. Nock to the holding cell. Oh, holding cell? He reaches into one of the pockets of his vest, Flynn, and pulls out handcuffs. Oh. I... Nock. For the council. Standard issue? For the council. Handcuffs. Out of, out of complete reflex, throws his arm up in a salute for the council. He immediately grabs his arm, handcuff, behind the back, other handcuff, and marches him to the door. Now, there are holding cells that are built into the emergency oh. shelter. Oh, there are? Oh, yes. Okay. And Krun starts freaking out and, like, sobbing and 
for the do documented crime of claiming counsel blasphemy, you will be held. These cases don't go well. You'll never let me on the council now. You'll be lucky if they don't execute you. This, the students are now finally into their appropriate um, things. The principal, Principal Talon, Talar, says, We have had two major catastrophes tonight. First is an unprovoked attack by terrorists in this city who want to take away our freedom, our love, and destroy everything we stand for. But just as insidious, just as heinous, just as diabolical, we have a student here who has committed a thought crime. Kren resigned to his fate, puts his head between the bars of the holding cell, and then drops his body to break his own neck. You hear awe at that sound, that like bone crunching sound. All the military personnel snap to attention, and in unison you hear, FOR THE COUNCIL! Gently throws up. <laughs> Is water starting to seep through the door by chance? Yes. And we're going to go ahead and call that a wrap. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.